problem solved. Thank you. Um, yeah, as the, um, the costume started to get smaller and smaller and the, the dance moves got more and more inappropriate, I started to lose my love of dancing. Um, and for me, that was a huge thing. I really identified as being a dancer. That was all I did. I spent, um, I, so I danced five afternoons a week. Um, and I danced for about four hours every afternoon and then I danced all day Saturday. So dancing was my entire life. I loved it um, and I started to become really uncomfortable with the way that the dances were going, with the way that um, it was and the music that we were listening to and I didn't understand why. I, I was a, a young teenager, I was 15 to like, it was probably from the age of 15 till about 17. Um, and all my friends loved it and they were like super cool and they were singing along to all the dances and the swear words in the songs and, and they were shaking their bum and like, it was just like, they were loving it. And I did not understand why I didn't love it anymore. Why was I not enjoying it? Why was it not something for me to be engaged in? Um, and I didn't understand why it was so awkward and I just, I hated performing. My dad used to stop coming to watch me perform because he felt like it was just too inappropriate. He's like, I don't want to watch you up there doing that. Like, and it wasn't, I wasn't doing an inappropriate, like it, it was part of a dance school, um, but it was just the way that it was going. And I'm not saying at all that like, no more dance schools, quit and don't ever go back. That is not <laughs> what I'm saying at all. So um, it's just, it, for me personally, I really struggled with, um, the way that it was going. I went from young, um, young dance, which was just learning about technique and it was fun and it was just like a great dance to do to something that became really awkward and uncomfortable. And that was when I decided to stop dancing, which for me was possibly the hardest thing I've ever done um, because dancing for me was my life. That was my identity. That was how I connected with the world. That was where I felt safe. That was how I could release energy because I was the biggest fidget kid ever. I could not sit still. Um, and so for me, that was a huge thing. I really, really struggled. Um, so I sort of had lots of time to think about it and to really um, stop and, and wonder why I, I didn't like it and why I had to stop. And then all of those feelings of awkwardness and those feelings of um, not feeling comfortable doing the dance moves came up. And I just really struggled with it and I spoke to friends and I had friends that were like, oh, it's fine, like you're just dancing. It's just like putting on like a, a character and you're just dancing that character. But it just was not enough for me. It was not enough to say, oh, I'll just be this character on stage and then I'll go off stage and it's fine. Like that was just not okay for me. So um, at that point, um, I was in my church spending a lot of time releasing the dance, built up dance energy I had releasing it through worship and dance. And I loved it. Worshiping through dance was such a freeing, hi, come on in, a freeing experience for me um, because all of that energy that I'd spent so many years dancing was able to be released, was able to be released in a way that I felt comfortable. I felt joy. Like it was something that I had not experienced joy in dancing in so many years. So um, for me then, to, I started working with the younger kids. Um, we brought in flags, we brought in all these kind of things that was just a really cool expression. And it was only then that I realized the reason why I felt so uncomfortable and the reason why I didn't love dancing anymore was because I wasn't doing it to glorify God in the gift that he's given me. So um, 
I, I believe that God had given me a gift of dancing um, and I really wanted to use that gift to glorify God. And doing the dance moves that were inappropriate and wearing the inappropriate outfits, to me personally, I really struggled and that wasn't helping me glorify God. It wasn't helping me grow closer to Him. It was pulling me away. Um, and there is totally a time and a place for competitive dance and all that sort of thing. But I had to really stop and think about what I specifically needed and what I wanted and what I wanted to reflect in my dancing before I was able to start dancing again. So it, that was about the same time that I started up my dance school, the dance school that I, I helped. And that was um, really helpful for me to know what I wanted to teach the kids. So I didn't want to have the kids feel the way I felt. I didn't want the kids to feel awkward. I wanted the kids to love to dance because God gave them the gift to dance. No other reason. It wasn't to get better and to win. It wasn't to be the most shocking dance school. It was because God gave them the gift to dance and they wanted to dance. So that was really cool. And so then at school, I started and did a talk about um, dancing and pretty much similar talk to this. And so we looked in the Bible um, about all the different places and all the different things that come up in dancing. So today I'm going to talk about three main things. There's three things, not a big thing for you to listen to or understand because I know it's early morning. So the three things are, uh, the first one, is dancing good or bad? So we're going to sort of like look into what the Bible says about dancing being good or bad. Um, it's sort of a, a hard thing to say, oh, that's bad, that's good. It's your personal preference, but... I'm just sort of going to give you the facts of what the Bible says and then you really need to yeah, think about it and, and make your own decision up about what you think. Um, secondly, we're going to talk about dancing not being a selfish act, which is really confusing and people are like, but how can dancing be selfish? It can and I will tell you how. Um, and thirdly, the thing that I love most about dancing and worship is you don't have to be good at it. That's what I love the most. It's um, when you worship, like if you wanted to worship in a worship team, you sort of have to have knowledge of how to play instruments <laughs> because otherwise it would not sound like the song you intended to sound like. Um, dancing has no rules. Dancing is, you don't have to know what you're doing. You don't have to look good while doing it. I have a friend who loves worship dancing and just like swaying arms like this. And it's like, it looks like an octopus, but that's how they connect and that's how they enjoy worshipping. There is no rules and that's what I love the most about dance, um, particularly in worshipping dance. Um, so, first of all, in the Bible, there are so many different people that dance for good and bad reasons. So, um, there's, and because I'm a school teacher, I had like examples, but it's all right, I'll read them. So, um, you see in sort of Exodus, the beginning um, of Exodus is there's Miriam who dances when they've exited Egypt um, and she's dancing for joy. She's dancing to thank God. Like they came through Egypt, the most awful experience ever. God saved them and took them through that experience and she danced for joy purely to thank God. It was like, she's going, God, you are amazing and I just can't express it in any other way but to dance and glorify you. And that's sort of that, that real joyful um, and good dancing experience. Um, and then you read a little bit further in Exodus where Moses is going up the mountain to um, 
to, to speak to God about the rules and, and he's left his people down at the bottom of the mountain and they're starting to lose their hope and their faith in God um, and they're building idols and other things to, um, to look up to. And you see, that's the first time that you see dance negative in the Bible. So you see dance that is praising an idol and not praising God. It's a dance that is worshipping something that is not the creator of the world. And that's where we see a negative side of dance. And so that's our first instance. We, in the same book, in the Bible, we see a good and bad. They're only like, one's in chapter 15, one's in chapter 32. So it's, it's so quickly that we can go from great dancing that glorifies and worships God and slide down the slope and go to a negative one. So it's, it's even clear in the Bible how easy that slope is and how easy it is to change. Um, there's heaps of examples in the Psalms where David, who has just had like the most hardest, it's just so his life is like watching, you're just like, this is like the most exhausting movie ever where things are just happening good and bad and bad and good and bad and good and bad. And it's like he forever praised. He always worshipped God. Even in his most saddest, darkest moment, he danced for joy. He danced because he loved God and he wanted to show God his joy through his dancing. So um, that's, that's another great thing that dance does is that when, you are, when we are upset, it medically do, it fixes us because endorphins go and it's like, yay! But, um, but also it, it changes moods. He, he knew that he was sad, so get out, to get out of his mood, he just danced. Um, I like the saying in my classroom, we have the saying, dance it out. Um, so often when kids are, when the kids in my class are upset or they have a fight or they're, yeah, they, um, have a disagreement, they, I tell them they have to dance it out. So, um, they don't love it, but it's sort of, um, not punishment, but it helps them not do it as often. <laughs> um, and so they, so they have to dance it out, um, and... Like, like Shake It Off. I'm a big fan of Shake It Off. Um, so, it's, yeah, same thing. So they dance it out, they shake it off, they move on because they're able to release that, that emotion that was built up, release that, that feeling that they had and just let it out. It's the same with, I know some people like to yell. I don't know if you've heard of that. Some people like when they're really angry, they just like yell and it's just like, ah, it's out of me. Yeah, so for me, dancing it out, dancing out my emotions is such an amazing way. And that, that ne- is often related to negative emotions, but joyful emotions dance away. Like, um, there's, so there's in Sam, 2 Samuel, in Psalms, in Ecclesiastics, there's all these different parts of the Bible that talk about people that dance for good and dance for bad. Um, there's also parts of the Bible where women dance um, provocatively, which is not, not looked upon um, as highly. So there's evidence even in the Bible back in the day of that inappropriate, awkward dance feeling that I experienced. And it was good for me to read through and be like, I'm not the only one that felt awkward about that. I'm not the only one that felt like this was just not right and not okay for me to do that. Um, so that was really encouraging for me. So I encourage you, if you are a dance, if you're interested in where it is seen in the Bible and that sort of thing, 
definitely look it up. Like, just go to the back index and just find dance and there's like 20 million verses. So I wasn't going to bore you with every verse. <laughs> um, but some of my favourite dance verses come from Psalms um, and talking about dancing just for the joy of dancing and dancing to praise and dancing to worship because we have a God who created everything. Why not dance? Why not be like, God, you're amazing and dance it out? Like... I think that sometimes when you don't have words, it's another way of doing that, which I love. Um, okay, now, dancing not, is not a selfish act. This one's sort of like confusing to understand because you've got um, dancing when you're performing. So when you're performing on stage, you are the centre of attention. That if people are watching you, you're on stage. Fair enough. Um, and so the, in that situation... Are you going to be someone that dances on stage in an inappropriate way so that everyone's eyes are on you and watching what you're representing? So that's something that I really had to think about when I was growing up in dance was, did I want to be on stage representing a dance move that I didn't agree with, a dance move that I felt comfortable dancing? Was it a dance move that glorified God and helped him, like, and for me, did it, did it thank him for the gift of dance that he'd given me. So it was really tricky for me to go dancing on stage versus what I felt appropriate and what I felt okay dancing. So, and, and I know it's like the hardest job ever, particularly now with the way society is, the way people think about things, the way um, music is. Music videos are just like butts. Like, pretty much it's just butts. <laughs> um, and that is just, like, you, you think about dance now and you look back at the history of dance and how much it's changed and it's gone from such technical, amazing moves. Like, the jive was so famous and the legwork involved in that and the men had to be so strong to be able to swing the girls around them, swing them around their bodies. There was so much technique in that to now you've got like twerking. Like, what, what is the difference there? <laughs> um, so it's, it's so much harder for you guys now, dancing, to try and figure out what is appropriate, what is God wanting me to do in dance, and how can I dance in a way that I feel like I'm glorifying, but not feel awkward and feel like I'm just like, going to kind of twerk because it's everyone else is doing it, but I just don't really feel like I like it and I'll, I'll just not bend as far. Like, it's, it's just, it's a really hard, hard concept to conquer, especially in the world that we live in today. Um, so, so when we think about dancing not being a selfish act, we've got to think about those things. When we are on stage performing, what is that telling other people that are watching us? What is that saying to the people that are watching us? Are they saying, oh, they're a big twerker, they enjoy it, maybe I should. Like, <laughs> is, is your attitude on stage reflecting to the younger ones? Because there's a huge thing that younger kids will copy what you do. And you guys are getting, you're, you're teenagers now. Like, younger kids just want to do what you do. They think you are so cool promise you, my primary kids, whenever they go into high school, they're like, oh my goodness, they are the coolest people ever. And I'm usually like, they're picking their nose. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> um, but high schoolers still pick their nose, totally seen it. 
Um, <laughs> um, so it's, they just, they admire you. They want to do what you do. So you've got to think that when you're on stage performing, is that, is that the way that you want to portray yourself? Is that what you want the younger kids to think is okay? Is that how you want them to see you? Then flip side to that, when we do dancing for worship, when we do it to glorify God, we need to make sure that we're not being selfish in that act. Now that's really confusing and sometimes doesn't really make sense because how can worshiping be selfish? Because you need to worship, so that's your choice. That, that's what you need to do. But um, it's selfish when we're up the front and we are leading a congregation in worship and you feel like you just really need to break into dance because I feel those urges. Um, so imagine that you're up there and you break into this really dramatic dance with lots of arm movements and lying on the floor and standing back up and windmill arms and that's not going to be helpful for the congregation that's currently watching trying to sing along or move while they watch you just dance along the stage up and down, up and down. It's not going to be a helpful thing for them. So that's where we need to be careful that our worship dance is not selfish. It's not where of going, don't worry, I feel like I need to do this now. Just, you can figure out your own worship. I'm just going to have my moment. We need to be careful that it's not selfish, that it's not all about us. Worship is, especially congregational worship, is a, is a thing that we, we really need to be careful of in the way we act because again we're role models we're showing others how to do it i think it's so great when you see people at the back doing worship because they're in their own space that they're, they're worshiping god they're loving life but they're not in the front trying to show off what they're doing if that makes sense it's, it's a tricky concept to try and understand but um we really just need to make sure that it is it, it is a selfish thing for us to want to worship god it but we want to make sure that it's, it's creating an atmosphere that others can worship God. Because often, I don't know if you know this or you've experienced this, but sometimes when you're listening to a talk and there's something happening over the side, you're trying really hard not to look and you're like, I just want to look. I just really, I just can't not look. I'm just, I'm looking. And you just get so distracted at the person doing something funny over there and not the person talking. And so that person doing that annoying, weird thing over there is distracting you from focusing on the talk or focusing on what needs to be, what they need to focus on and you're just fully focusing on whatever's happening over there. So you don't want to be that person that's having your big moment over there and so everyone's looking at you and they're not able to then receive. Does that make sense? Yeah? Kind of? We're nodding? Okay. Um, so, yeah, we just need to make sure that when we do worship in dance, it definitely should be something that encourages others to worship and encourages others to be a part of it, but not destroys others or distracts others from them being able to experience God and to be able to feel the Holy Spirit and that sort of thing. So there's our two main things. So we've sort of looked at good and bad in the Bible. What does that say? Good and bad dancing. Um, and then making sure that it's, it's not a selfish dance of worship. It's, we're thinking about others in the way we do worship but also being accountable and, and thinking about others in the room. Are we uplifting? Are we building them up to worship? Or are we distracting them and causing them not to really be engaged and want to do it? Um, and the last one is that dance is for everyone. And that's my favourite, favourite thing. That you don't have to be good at dance. 
You don't have to know what you're doing. The, the Bible isn't, it doesn't give us like an instructions of like your left foot goes out, then back in, then front and back. There's no instructions as to how to dance. You just do what you feel like the Holy Spirit wants you to do. Some people like to just, just sway and that's dancing and that's worshipping and that's what they feel the Holy Spirit wants them to do. But some people might feel like they need to cartwheel. That is fine. You cartwheel if that's what you feel the Holy Spirit needs you to do. Um, so in a, in a little bit, we're going to go out over that side and we're going to sort of experience worshipping and worshipping dance the way that we experience it. So it's, it's totally individual. It's completely up to what you feel the Spirit is leading you to do. Um, that might be just swaying. That might be moving some arms. The hardest thing about it, especially getting started with dance worship, is you're so embarrassed about what everyone else is doing and what you're doing. And you're like, is this okay? Is this this okay? Oh, oh, they're watching me. Oh, maybe this is not okay. I'm just going to go forward. (laughs) So the hardest part is getting started because you feel like everyone's watching you and you're like, this is not okay. I do not want to be the centre of attention. And then you're worrying, going, am I selfish? Am I selfish worship? Oh, oh, man. And, and so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a tricky thing to get started and to feel comfortable doing. Um, particularly, I find boys find it the hardest. So, hi, welcome. Do you want to sit down? Thanks. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm that annoying to each other when people come in. I'm like, hi. And they're like, oh, this is awkward. Um, so, yeah, boys, I find, find it really hard because they, they struggle to feel free enough to move and not be judged by others. So what I want to say first and foremost is that this, when we go outside, it is 100% individual and we really need to be respectful of others because the Holy Spirit works so differently in everyone around us and we can't judge what they're doing compared to what we're doing. If you're someone that just needs to sway, you can't go, oh, Holy Spirit, come on. Like, I'm just swaying and they're cartwheeling. Like, that's not fair. Um, you've got to really, really trust in what God is wanting you to do in that moment. Because that's going to be specific to you. It's going to be specific to how he wants you to worship, how he wants you to engage with him in that moment. So he might want you to just go crazy and full out. But he might also want you to just be still. Dancing is just being still as well. So it's, there's so many aspects to it that you need to consider when you're, when you're worshipping. But it really needs to be done individually. So when we go out there, spread out. Find your own space. Um, I'm going to put some music on. And I really want you to sort of just wait. Wait in the Holy Spirit. Just, we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to come and just fill us and just see what he wants. That might be he might want you to just sit down. That might be he want you to just sway. That might be you may have some like awesome choreographed moment in the corner that you are just like, this is what God wants me to do. And do it. I encourage you to do that. Be who the Holy Spirit wants you to be in that moment because that's what he has planned for you. He has planned for you to go out there in a couple minutes and just dance for him nothing else just dance and so the best way to get started with that is to just go God let's do this 
That's always how I start worship, dance worship. It's a really weird way to start, but I'm like, God, let's do this. What are we going to do now? Um, And just wait and just wait and be expectant that he is going to come and you are going to move in ways that you are not even aware of. Sometimes you get into emotion. You're like, oh, yeah. And you're like, I don't even know what I'm doing right now, but I love it. (laughs) So you just have to be free in that moment. And you're worshipping God. That's all you need to think about. You don't need to think about what the people next to you are doing. You don't need to think my moves are different to their moves. It's you and God in that moment. And it's just giving us another way to worship. There's singing. There's, I know people that draw and paint to worship. There's people that um, like sing and play instruments. There's people that just like to be still. There's people that struggle to, with the, um, with the music playing, they struggle to absorb it and to feel engaged but as they read their bible while music is playing they feel so connected to god my fiance is like that he hates the music but he likes the music on when he's reading his bible because that's when he feels most connected to god and and feels the holy spirit whereas i'm like dancing around the room and he's like oh what are you doing (laughs) um so it's yeah it's it's so personal you might go out there and be like do you know what dancing's not my thing I really don't feel like I connect this way. And you might have experimented and then sit down and go, do you know what? I connect much better when I'm just sitting and listening. This is a great opportunity for you to really experiment and be like, is dance worship my thing? Like, is that how I connect? Is that how I feel? Is that how I feel like I'm going to be closest to the Holy Spirit, closest to God? So I'm glad you came because it's a cool experiment, but it's an experiment that I'm here to help answer questions. You can totally be like, I just, I feel like I need to do this. Is this what I'm meant to be doing? I will be with you walking through dancing as well. Um, but I, I don't want you to copy others because it's, it's yours. It's what you feel God puts on your heart. This is your moment to release that. Okay? Do we, how do we feel about that? Do we feel good? Do we feel pumped? Are we at the point where we're like, God, let's do this? <laughs> I feel like we should be at God, let's do this. <laughs> I feel like there's some people like, oh, I'm really not looking forward to this. <laughs> it's okay. We will do it together. We will walk through this together. <laughs> All right, so we're going to walk out the door and then like around to where the arcade is and just up on that grass area there. So I'll just pause this if I can. I can't pause this. I don't even know how this works. Oh, hang on. Where's Mark?